What's up, you filthy animals? We're back from a bye week, as you would say, on a podcast like Only Football. Um, wow, way, way, to, way to keep it, way to keep it some... on category. I love it. Yeah, all professional, all professional. But uh, the week we were out, there was some news that happened. But before we get into that, and we hope you guys had a good Fourth of July weekend. We uh, we had a pretty good time, right? Yeah, man, I was uh, had a, had a nice little Fourth of July. Had a nice three four day weekend. It was a good time. I still have all my fingers. Uh, I don't think anybody's lost their fingers. Do you have all your fingers, Kyle? Is that too soon? <laughs> Is that... I mean, we could be. Uh, what's that, what was too that, soon? What was that guy's name from uh, the Giants uh, who had lost like one or two fingers? Yeah, yeah. And then it, Pierre Pierre yeah, Paul yeah, yeah, Pierce yeah. Paul or something or. Yeah, I don't think it's too soon for yeah, him. Yeah, that's why I was like, too no, soon? not too soon for him. <laughs> all right, as long as he's cool with it. Um, you, but yeah, I got all my fingers. <laughs> no fireworks, uh, no fireworks really for me, but I was around them. Uh, I would just, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, why would I buy fireworks when I can just watch people that bought fireworks? <laughs> why you know why I mean? risk like, my fingers it blowing up my house? <laughs> Pissing neighbors off. You know what I mean? When I can yeah. be the one just watching them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why buy the cow when you get the milk free? <laughs> My <laughs> God. this That works so great in this in this situation. I love it. Uh, it does. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, let's get into – you mentioned there was some, there was some news last week that uh, happened. And it was something yeah. that we have been talking about for a while. Uh, and it's pretty obvious, right? Baker – Traded to the Panthers, um, yeah. Finally. For a let me see here, was it a fifth? Was it a seventh round pick or something? Twenty twenty four conditional. No, I think it was a. <clears throat> yeah, I don't even know what that means. So I guess it means, and I and I mean I may be wrong, but I think like conditional fifth round pick, and which can become a fourth round selection, means how well the uh, the Browns do. I think in the year you know in the next not next season uh sorry not this season coming up but next season uh depending how well the browns do that can turn into a fourth or it'll just be a fifth no matter what so i'm assuming that's what that means and yeah baker gets traded carolina man uh the the saga in uh in the four years i mean not much of a saga but the four years in in the cleveland is finally finally over he's he's with the panthers he is going to go into direct competition with um uh, with goddamn motherfucking guy, uh, Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. There you go, God, dude. I. It's just another episode of Only Football. Just, just, just a standard episode, dude. I, I read the article literally ten minutes ago, and I'm like, I'm not gonna forget Darnold's name. I'm not gonna forget any name. I, I just, I have stage fright. Like, I can't pee when I'm at the stall or something. I, I love, know. I love that it's like in your head at this point that you're yeah. like, I'm not gonna forget his name. Like at this point, it's like. You're going out of your way to try not to forget these names. It's so players. bad. I I think I think that on one hand, I'm happy uh, for Baker yeah. to you know continue being a starting quarterback. I think that he was a good enough quarterback to not to like sit out a year would have been weird. Mm-hmm. It's like he is not better than these other guys that are starting. He's not better than Davis Mills. You know, it's like. But on the other hand. It's like we already knew he was going to Carolina. We like yeah, knew this for a yeah. while. And I guess there's just a little bit of like, 
I don't know. Part of me wanted to see Baker go to somewhere that was a little more exciting just because his brand is kind of very out there and mm-hmm. just I don't know. It's like I wanted to see him like go to a team that if they got it, like honestly, if Denver didn't get Russell Wilson, like go to a Denver oh, yeah. like go to a team that thinks they're ready but they're just a quarterback yeah. away. So like Baker has an opportunity. Like Baker could go to Carolina and play good football, and they still miss the playoffs because they don't have a solid foundation organization. You don't think of Carolina the same way you think of mm-hmm, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. New England, and Green Bay, like Dallas. Even like it would have been cool to see him go to a you know an actual like contender. I know Baker doesn't have like a choice right now. It was like go to Carolina or you know <laughs> like you don't get to play football. So he's. He's being a good sport about it. Like, all the press conferences I've seen, yeah. he's like, you know, he's happy to be here. He's happy to be playing football. So, like, kudos to him for, like, handling it like that. But as a fan of the game, I would have liked to – you know, and I already knew he was going to Carolina, but part of me was always hoping that he would go somewhere just that – I don't know. Like, something surprising, something kind of like, oh, because mm-hmm. I remember – we had an episode where I was like, let's talk about places Baker could go that we haven't talked about. And it, it was an exciting episode, but unfortunately, sometimes things are as obvious as they seem. And mm-hmm. he's a Carolina Panther. I, you know, it's just, I, it's, it sucks for Baker because he gets drafted to the Browns, who, like, sucked for, like, 10 years. He brought them and back. And then... He makes them like a playoff team, brings them back, and then gets the boot so they could bring in this. I, I'm, and I'll save yep. it. Bring yep. in Deshaun Watson, and then he gets sent to Carolina. It's like, man, it's like, dude, what did this guy do <laughs> in in his life to deserve this? It's like, I really want to know. I mean, what do you think about I, it, man? Is it? Do you feel like the way I'm saying? I kind of. I, I, and I was gonna say, I agree with you. I, I don't like. I don't love that he's a he's at Carolina, right? Like, I'm sure he is happy about the move. I'm sure he's happy about the relocation, the fresh start, right? But like you said, man, it's just like, man, is anything really going to happen there? Like, they have a couple good wide receivers. CMC is always fucking hurt. Um, he's going to be, you know, uh, in competition with Sam Darnold. He should absolutely be the starter at the beginning of the year, and that is all kind of exciting for him, I think. Um, you know, if I were if I were in his shoes, uh, sure. You know, you, you're going into a very very obvious uh, division winner in the South there with like the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? Like it's not. Re- I don't think you're gonna do much. Um, so it doesn't really make. Uh, it doesn't get me excited either. Like I, like you said, it, it's not really exciting football for him. And like you said, his brand is very like. I'm 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 gonna talk talk the fucking talk and I'm going to try to walk the walk but if he doesn't have a team then it's not going to be it's not going to be that way for him it's just not going to be the Baker Mayfield show it's going to be like oh yeah Baker Mayfield yeah he had a good game and then the Panthers lost you know 35 to 12 or to fucking 13 or something like that you know what I mean yeah and the the perfect example of this is uh Cam Newton went 15-1, and one, won the MVP, and he was easily the most vocal, mm-hmm. cocky player in the NFL, you know, with the Superman. Mm-hmm. And, but, he, you know, he was a good guy. He gave footballs away. I'm just saying, like, on the field, his presence, <laughs> you never had to go, where's Cam? Yeah. You know, he always made himself known. Like, Tom Brady's kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very quiet. Cam Newton was a very loud person, and we're only six years removed 
from him going to the Super Bowl with a 15 and one team, and it seems like it never yeah. happened. And that's like that's what I mean, like. Like Dak and Ezekiel Elliott, and like the way they balled out those like a couple like first couple years, and like Ezekiel hasn't been the same. But we still in our heads have this little belief that like Dallas could like make a break <laughs> for the playoffs, like because because of the brand. Yeah, exactly, it's like we expect teams with a brand exactly. to be relevant, and it's like Carolina doesn't mm-hmm. have that. And on the contrary, if Baker does turn Carolina into not even, like, a deep playoff team, but just, like, they're, like, contending for a playoff mm-hmm. spot. I think he proved a lot of the doubters wrong, and Baker plays best with a chip on his shoulder. And he always has been like that. And there's going to be no chip bigger on his shoulder than week one when he plays yeah. Cleveland. I already got it circled. I, I was just so happy it worked out like that, where it's like, wow, like, right off the bat, dude, this freaking NFL season is going to be so dope. Yeah. I mean, Week one, you got Russell going mm-hmm. to Seattle. You got Baker playing Cleveland. Uh, I'm just, I like, I ran out of words to explain mm-hmm. my excitement. But this trade just like just made it even more entertaining. I mean, this is real life. You know, how, like you get hyped up for like WWE <laughs> yeah. when you're a kid, or like you're at The Rock's playing Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin, and then you know doing the like people's <laughs> eyebrow and stuff. It's like. Wrestling was fake. It's like we feel that way in the NFL, and it's all mm-hmm. real, and that makes it so cool. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm excited. No, and that's gonna be that's gonna be the coolest part, right? And you know, kind of going back to, to Cam Newton, right? Like before that, when were the, when was the last time the Panthers were good with Jake Delhomme in like 2005? You know what I mean? Like, no, I think it, 2001 they they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. No, no, no. Or no, that, that was, was 2000, I think. No, no, no. It was, uh, well, the Patriots won back-to-back Super Bowls that year. Mm. They're the last team to do it. They beat the Rams in, like, 1999 and then or or 2000, and then the next year they played Carolina. I remember because oh, okay. that was, uh, it was the year my family moved to Florida, and I was, like, eight years old. <laughs> and um, we, like, we didn't even have our whole family there. Me and my dad came down separately, and I remember watching the Super Bowl with him. That was the Super Bowl where... Uh, this is a funny sidebar. Um, so that was the Super Bowl that Justin Timberlake like <laughs> like pulled down. Was it oh. Janet Jackson or something? He like he pulled the down booby her shirt. Out. And I remember watching the halftime show with my dad. I didn't understand it at the time, mm-hmm. but he made me go clean my room right after that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, was like, I, I yeah. like, I like knew something was up. I knew something was up, but I didn't know what it was. Oh, I, like, something was to, up, like, all right. Come back down. He was like, "Yeah, he's like, go clean your room." I'm like, "What did I do wrong? Why am I stuck <laughs> in my room?" And then, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, "Dude was totally beating <laughs> off on the couch." He's <laughs> like, "I need to take a picture of that, rewind it, fucking save it." <laughs> he, well, no, TV wasn't even like There's that. No so TV, you just, huh? you, he must have relied on, yeah, spank bank, dude. It was in there. He's like, <laughs> uh, that is. That's Gosh. I can't. I I remember that's her one boob of the... <laughs> being on the cover of newspapers, and I, me being like, "Holy shit, that's a tit, dude!" I missed it, and I was trying to find it, <laughs> and I could not find it. I was like, I don't know how much money they had to pay to like take it off the internet. 
but it's not out there. Try. Dude, you see Kyle? <laughs> Go dig Kyle, him. a few years later, after you realize what was on TV, he's on his fucking keyboard, like, click, 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 you know what I mean? Like, he's looking for that titty. Why do you think I know all of Justin Timberlake's songs by heart? I'm, it's not because I'm a JT I'm going to get fan. you naked by the end of this song, and you're like, I fucking love End-to-this that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but that that is for all so, you yeah. guys, for everyone listening. If you're old enough to remember that, that's the last <laughs> time the Panthers were good before Cam Newton. Um, but yeah, dude, it's a hell of a way to yeah, tell people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was the remember last Jan time. Jackson titty. Yeah, that's the last time they were good. Um, but yeah, man, I, I he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna start 100. percent There's no way Sam Darnold starts week one. Um, there's no way the, the the Panthers like ownership or even Goodell could be like, bruh, Sam Darnold's not starting week one. They're, like, there's too much good drama here. Oh, you yeah. know, If you want to start Sam Darnold, so he's gonna start. He's gonna he's, well, he's gonna be decent, like, and I think the Panthers will be okay. I just don't think it's gonna be anything crazy. Yeah, the Panthers will be that team that when you're like making your picks, whether you do it just like as a hobby or for fun, um, that you're like. Panther, like Panthers, Cleveland. It's a perfect example where you're like, uh, like Panthers are always going to be that like question mark team, kind of like Denver was last year, where like you can never really say like no way unless you're playing like Buffalo or a super team. But for the most part, most teams in the NFL are tiered. Yeah. So let's talk about like you know Detroit, Carolina, or the Jets in Carolina, or the Dolphins in Carolina. And it's always going to be that kind of like, I'm not sure yet. I'm going to have to wait a little bit to get a mm-hmm. deal on Carolina. But, dude, it's like, if Sam Darnold would have gotten traded this year instead of last year, or has he been there for two years now? No, he was there last no. year. Just no, 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 last he's year. only been there for yeah. one year. Cause the, yeah, yeah, um, because the Jets drafted uh, Zach mm-hmm. Wilson. So, um. If, like, this trade happened this year and Baker got here this year, I would be like, okay, let's battle it out. Sam Darnold's already played a whole entire year, and he was terrible. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the people on ESPN are talking about, like, yeah, but he knows the system. It's like, who cares, dude? If you're not a good <laughs> yeah. quarterback, it doesn't matter how well you know the yeah. system. Like, if you bring in if, – if, if you have a quarterback that knows the system, like Sam Darnold, and you just got Russell Wilson – and Russell Wilson doesn't know the system, you're not going to play Sam <laughs> Darnold not. because he knows the system. Absolutely not. Like, it's just like, what a stupid thing yeah. to say. is like, dude, this should not even be a competition. The only reason, and I, I've said this like five times on the podcast, the only reason they say that it's competition is because they think it brings out the best in athletes. And they're right about that. And you should have to earn a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I believe in that. But... To say that there's any question that Baker is not the starter week one, you you're high. Like he will 100% be the starter. And the fact that we even like debate about it or see people debating about it, it's kind of dumb because not everything the coaches and owners say, you know, you should like take to the bank. Like sometimes they're just saying what they have to say. They're yeah. just going through their scripts. Like we, Pretty sure we all can agree Baker will be the starter over Sam Darnold, 100%. who sucked ass last year. I, I mean, he had a. He's like one of the worst QBs oh, in the yeah, league. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like the 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 back three quarters of the season, I think he had like four good games where everybody was like, "Holy shit, are the Panthers and Sam Darnold back?" And then they just came back to earth. 
where it was like, oh, nope, never mind. They're garbage. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was that was before that was before October. It was like oh, week yeah. one, two, yeah, three or something. Yeah, it was like the first three, four games, whatever it was. So, yeah, expect Baker to start. Expect yeah. week one to be full of a lot of good games, honestly. Like you said, you know, you mentioned Seattle and uh, Denver. Now the Browns and the Panthers. Like, it's just going to be like the mm-hmm. NFL season week one is always exciting just because football is back. It's awesome. And week and, – yeah. but. And it's uh, most of your divisional mm-hmm. rivals happen week one and week 17. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you already have all these, you know, even the, the the teams that are not, like, division rivals, those teams have, like, these weird revenge things, like Denver, mm-hmm. Seattle, and Cleveland, Carolina. And then you have, like, Green Bay is probably playing Minnesota. Yeah. Um, you know, every division's playing, like, rivals. It's, it's just – it's a blast because every game's – Week one's so important because you're either undefeated or you haven't won a game yet. Yep. And nobody wants to start off, we haven't won a game yet. And, yeah, so. I mean, and this season coming up has – or at least the end of this season coming up has a lot to live up to, like the the, the, the last game of last season with that Raiders-Chargers amazing game. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, it has a lot to live up to, a lot, a lot of hype. Yeah, and the Buffalo. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's just – it's going to be great, so – Again, week one of NFL of, football's getting yeah, better. And, and again, like you know, the first week of, of the NFL season is fucking dope. It's the return of football, and then you just add all these great storylines, all this drama, all these cool, yeah. you know, just games, and it's just gonna be great. So, um, and last last sidebar, I I'm gonna say this: I don't think there's ever been a time in the history of the NFL where there's been this many elite quarterbacks playing at the same time. Because I was looking at a list of, like, the quarterbacks in the NFL, and I don't think there's ever been, like, this many star quarterbacks playing at the yeah. same time. And that's really what makes all these games fun mm-hmm. to watch. I mean, you could list, like, 15 quarterbacks right now that would be in a top five list 10 years mm-hmm. ago. So, like, it's just it's just a different, like, it's a different game right now, and that's what's making it so fun. But... I wanted to say a quick sidebar because I was thinking that the other day when I was looking at a quarterback list. I was like, I don't remember a time in my life where there was this many good quarterbacks. There's always been the same thing. like three great ones, and now there's just like a ton of them. Like Kyler Murray is like considered, you know, like tier two mm-hmm. almost, and he, he, you know, would have been considered, you know, in 2005, like a really good yeah. quarterback, like probably yeah. top five, and now we don't even know if he's top 15. So it's like, he or top whatever. He would have been. 12. He would have been in the same like category with Drew Brees at that point. You know what I mean? Like they were that. They're he's yeah. that good, and to be that good now is just like you. You would have been a fucking superstar back then, right? So, um, like you said, man, and it's more pressure on these rookies. True, and and that's you know, the it's like, that's, that's the other thing I was going to mention. The bar is so yeah, high. the bar is that high, and that was one of the other things I was going to mention. Is like I feel like there's just a lot of. Um, I don't want to say um, superstar rookie quarterbacks, but a lot that that have like a really high ceiling right now that could be like, hey, this guy could be really good this year, or he's going to be a bust, and that's really there's no other way to say it, right? Like I feel like there's a few of those sprinkled uh, around the league, and one of them being uh, Justin Fields for my Bears, um, <laughs> and Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence. You got Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. You got uh, God. Who else? Who else is out there? Man. 
Who else is out there? I think Dak Prescott still has a lot sure, to prove. Sure, and even the guys who were drafted, um, um, but the guy drafted to Pittsburgh, right? Kyler Murray. Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett, you know? Uh, Mitch Trubisky. I, I mean, I guarantee you Mitch Trubisky does not want his NFL career to be known as what happened in Chicago. Yeah, he's going to win the He still he's probably win the believes North. that he... <laughs> he took, Kyle took his headphones off, walked away. Yeah, I, just when I think we're having a good, just when I think we're having a good episode, I just you got to say down some your stupid throat, shit like that. I? God, <laughs> you know what? You have a terrible take. On, I don't even know how else we, to say it anymore. Like, I can't wait till the Steelers just start. You know what? I'm going to be really mad if they win I the can't North. I'll tell you, wait, I'm not even going to be. Me, me and Kyle, me and Kyle were at a. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kyle were at a friend's party uh, for fourth for the fourth actually, and uh, he was like uh, talking to us about the the show. He's like, "Yeah, I've heard a couple episodes." He's like, "Kyle, you're really you're really good. Uh, you know, you really know football." And then he looks at me. He's like, "You know nothing. You picked the Steelers to win the North. You know nothing." <laughs> he's like, "That's one of the episodes that I've listened to, and you know absolutely nothing." And I'm like, "They're gonna win it. They're gonna win." <laughs> Dude, I. I'm so grateful that that was the one episode or and whatever that got tuned into. I just need like, <laughs> I need other people to like bring you down to earth because obviously my word means nothing. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great when they win the North. Um, but you know, talking about Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields, kind of does a nice little segue into uh, our next segment, and that was the Patriots kind of trading, uh, not kind of the Patriots trading. Nikhil Harry to the Bears for a 2024 seventh round pick. Um, I am. I. Who is this? What? Who so, is who is this guy? He's a receiver, yeah, he's a but re- like, do you know anything yeah, about him? I mean, him? well, so he was a first round pick, and it was oh man, there was a, there was a fucking graphic I saw that was crazy. Um, but he was a first. Oh, every time the Bron- what? <laughs> I was gonna say really quick. Every time the Broncos trade, every time the Broncos trade for somebody. I YouTube their highlight reel, and then in the comments it'll be like anybody here because the Broncos yeah, just traded yeah, yeah. for him, and then like it's got like two, you know. That's how I, mean? I feel about stuff too. But was that no, you? Not this time, but I I was Is watching like the, no. the reactions no. <laughs> and the interviews and stuff for that. But it was crazy. So so he was a he was the second. Uh, I think I'm I'm positive. I, I if I remember this correctly, he was he was the second receiver taken in the 2019 draft, um, and he. So in his rookie year, played seven games, has never broken more than 350 yards in a, in a season with New England. Last year, he only had uh, 12 passes uh, in 12, and he, he appeared in 12 games, four starts. Just 12 passes, that's it. That's all he caught. Um, but, dude, the graphic for when he got he got selected, compared to all the other receivers that got selected after him, you had Debo Samuel, you had DK Metcalf, you had uh, just a bunch of guys that are now like superstars in the league, and it, he just looks so bad compared to all these guys. And and of course the Bears trade for him, right? But I don't really mind. Uh, I guess I don't really mind. Um, what was I going to say? I don't really mind him coming to the Bears because he's he's a very low risk high reward type of guy that we just traded for and it was a seventh round pick um yeah so so that's what i was that's what i was just gonna say too is i i uh 
I I am on the Bears wire right now, but they grade it as an A minus. Oh, okay. I agree with that because because they didn't give up. Like you said, they gave up a seventh yeah. round pick. It's like if this dude sucks, it's like who cares? Like most of your seventh round picks don't mm-hmm. turn out. So they took pretty much no risk on a guy that has a, a high ceiling. Exactly. So, I mean, if I were you, I'd be happy well, about that. Well, and and that's the thing. Like I'm torn, right? Because can he be good? Sure. Why? Because can he be good? Sure. Does he have a high ceiling? Absolutely. We gave up a seventh round pick. There really wasn't much. It's not like we gave away a player and a pick. You know, luckily now that the front office has changed, we didn't give away too much for too little. Um, but what really worries me, right, is like he was under Belichick for three years. If if you like, and there's been report, you know, with Gronk leaving New England, a lot of guys are like, there's a certain way New England does it under Belichick, whatever. But I feel like if if you can't succeed on a team with a rookie quarterback that went that actually went to the playoffs last year as their first round pick, or like the second pick taken, uh, and probably the highest wide receiver has gone to New England or that New England has picked in a really really long time. Um, that kind of worries me because, like, the, do you have the discipline? Do you have the want? Do you have that, like, uh, championship mindset, right? Like, sure, he's going to the Bears. It's not necessarily a team that's ready to take on a project-wide receiver almost, right? But he does kind of add that, like, Darnell Mooney's number one. He doesn't have to prove to be that guy right now. You have a lot of other veteran role-playing wide receivers that can kind of take the pressure off you as well, and you can kind of quietly build on your confidence, on your ability, on uh, just just those two things, right? To come into a team like this, you got a second-year quarterback. You're not really expected to be this high-caliber Patriots, you know, wide receiver. So there's like good things and there's bad things because that what worries me is that whole is his attitude there. Can can he like you know come back from three years of playing under the Patriots and knowing that. He was picked, and all these other wide receivers that were picked after him are doing so much better than him. But, again, low risk, high reward. Uh, we just gave up a seventh-round pick. He is, he's been, uh, I think, compared to Allen Robinson, so a big-bodied 50-50 guy, um, and that uh, hopefully he has sure hands. I mean, he only caught 12 passes last year, so I don't really know what that's about. But um, I'm excited because Byron Pringle got arrested for, you know, driving, uh, a reckless driving, a couple other wide receivers have gotten in trouble. Like, this wide receiver room outside of Darnell Mooney is super suspect. You bring in Nikhil Harry, he can maybe add, you know, that experience with Belichick. But we'll see what happens with that. But I, I, I'm kind of excited for it. You know, like like I've been saying this entire time, low risk, high reward. And we'll see, we'll see what happens with that guy. Yeah, uh, I mean... I think that this is kind of the way you have to do it when you're trying to find start, you know, wide receivers because you're, you're Michael mm-hmm. Thomas's and, you know, your Devontae Adams and stuff like that. It's not like you can just get them. And we saw how much Miami had to give up to get yep. Tyreek Hill. You know, they gave up like, what was it, five yeah. picks yeah. or something Somebody like that? Goes. Like, you just can't, you can't, you literally can't do that if you're the Bears right now. But you're you're in a rebuild. I don't know if you want to call it that. Oh, one hundred percent. You are probably gonna be okay. Cool. I just I didn't want to hurt your feelings, dude. We're right, Super Bowl winners. Here, what do you but... mean? <laughs> we're, we're projected. We're projected <laughs> to win it in the next decade. I want you to. Oh, 
Dude, I gotta show you something. I gotta show you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it before we end the segment, but after I save okay. this really quick, because I gotta put it on camera. Uh, but anyway, I think what you do is you 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 just grab a lot of different receivers, mm-hmm. and you see like you know you take a lot of risks, and you hope that like two of them stick. And I think the the Bears, I like I don't really think. I understand you're saying, like, the good and the bad. I don't really think there's anything bad because sometimes people just don't mesh with Bill Belichick in okay, his system. Yeah. And I've had jobs where I've done the same job, but they moved me to a different place with a different mm-hmm. boss, and I felt like I could, like, perform. Part of it is, like, yeah. when you have a shitty boss or you view him shitty, like, you don't want to do good. And then part of that move transition is like now you want to not only prove that boss wrong, but you want to make your new boss mm-hmm. happy. And like, hey, they took a chance on me. So I do think in a way like these trades with younger players that underperformed, that were drafted high, love the opportunity to re, re uh, revive mm-hmm. their career. And I always love people on my team that did that. Tim Patrick was like that. Shelby Harris was like that. Like, the, you know, you... People will sleep on these guys, and then they'll just become like, oh, we knew he had it in him. He just had to go to the new place or have a new yeah. start or have new person believe in him. And, I mean, we're talking about Baker in a new season, too, right? So there you go. I think Baker could do the same thing. Like, sometimes you just have to, like, sometimes even though, like, things can be your fault, you can learn from it when you move on. Like, Baker probably is not going to make a lot of the same mm-hmm. mistakes, He's probably going to want to change the narrative about the way people talked about him and the way that uh, there was just a report that came out that uh, Baker was wildly viewed in the locker room as, like, um, selfish and stuff like that um, by a reporter that works in Cleveland. Um, So, you know, Baker's going to want to go to Carolina, and the first thing he's going to want to do is change the narrative Mm -hmm. around him, which, in fact, he has to change his behavior. And if he changes his behavior, his actions will change, and maybe he becomes a better football player. You can never underestimate the power of a person wanting to rewrite mm-hmm. a narrative because you end up consequently doing all the right things, which leads yeah. to success. Uh, so I think I think it could work out. I'm excited to see. Uh, I just, I'm happy for Justin Fields yeah. because I really don't want to see another talented player get wasted because they were not surrounded by talent, they had Mm -hmm. bad coaching, then their confidence deflated, Mm -hmm. and then once their confidence deflated, it didn't matter who they had around them because they don't believe in themselves anymore. So it's only been one year. I think this is there's still enough time for Justin Fields to I don't know if he's lost any confidence. I don't feel like the same hype is surrounding him that was there Mm -hmm. last year which is the trend towards everybody not mm-hmm. believing in him. But he definitely still has a year to change to change the narrative. Um, but, yeah, I just – the <laughs> Bears, they haven't really made, like, that no, big splash that you're like, oh, we're back. <laughs> you know, that, like, the way Russell Wilson felt in Denver. Like, it was like, oh, like – in the, in the, in most – I think the biggest reason for that is the Bears aren't, like, missing one Yeah, exactly. Piece. Exactly. You know, it's not like 
You know, it's not like there's that one guy you can trade for that changes it was, everything. I mean, it's it's like when they when they got uh, Khalil Mack before the 2018 season. That one changed the game, or ju- I mean, just the team. And and the Bears was, were, I think, projected to be not really competitive with the Packers that year. And what happens? They get Khalil Mack. Uh, literally a few days before the beginning of the season, right, from the Raiders. And he comes in, Sunday night football <clears throat> against the Packers. Sunday night football against the Packers. He sacks Aaron Rodgers. He's making all these plays. And that's that was like one of those moves where it was like, oh, shit, the Bears are now like, wow, they've got a hell of a defense. They can make a move. It's not – those aren't the Bears right now. That's not the situation here right now. They had a great draft. Ryan Poles made a lot of good moves, drafted a lot of good players. And, um, you know, that's kind of what you have to build off of. Like a really good draft, getting these kind of players, getting an Akil Harry, getting a Byron Pringle, guys that can maybe make a move to maybe move into the position of we just need one more player on defense. We just need one more – uh, player on offense. We just need a kicker, something like that, you know, to kind of get them in there. You're right, they're not there yet. This is These are all moves that are kind of like, let's see what works with Justin Fields. Let's build his confidence. Let's build a great offense, and then let's just get moving with the draft. Yeah, and I don't think our fans know this, our listeners. <laughs> same, same. But you just had a birthday. Oh, no. Not... J- we didn't. Yeah, we didn't that tell was like them. A month ago, I I got you a a oh, birthday here present we go. in Blu-ray, <laughs> starring President Barack Obama, Mike Singletary, Jim <laughs> the Man, Mike Dicka, and Bill Murray comes to you. Eighty-five, the greatest yes, team in football let's history. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Bill Murray, Jim McMahon, Barack Who's Obama. There you go. Mike Singletary, Mike Dickett, dude. That was that's a power group right there. I love it, brother. Yeah, all all talking about the Bears. Just a bunch of Chicago heads getting together <laughs> talking about the greatest team in the NFL history. Debatable. <laughs> um, but Kyle literally <laughs> got me that because that's literally all I can hold on to with the Bears. <laughs> Is a Super Bowl where I wasn't even born and happened for fucking ever ago. But thank you. I appreciate it. That's uh, going to be definitely played welcome. somehow, some way. Definitely. All right, yeah, moving let's move on. on. Uh, you want to go ahead and give the next uh, segment? <clears throat> it's about our boy, it. old Johnny G. Jo- Jimmy, it's John, it's Jimmy. <laughs> All right, oh, Jimmy G. Um, there was just reports from an insider that said uh, the Seahawks are looking at getting Jimmy. Uh, this is like goes back to that whole like we knew Baker was going to Carolina, and we know the only team left is mm-hmm. Seahawks that have a question at quarterback. I don't think. A, a, a decision will be made until training camp starts because that's when, like, the evaluators can be like, Drew Lock sucks. <laughs> or, like, hey, he's doing good enough. Yeah. Let's roll with it. You know what I mean? So, but there is, like, within a month time frame, I think Jimmy could be traded. And the reason the Seahawks mm-hmm. make sense is because normally when you trade a player that you believe is good, they believe Jimmy's a good quarterback. You know, he didn't seem nervous when he went into Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers. He played 
better than Patrick Mahomes for three quarters of the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, almost won the game. Like Jimmy, to them, is a valuable player. And unfortunately, because they told everyone they're going with Trey Lance, he they, he's lost his value. And nobody wants to give up yep. a bunch for him. And because of that, the 49ers are like, well, we'll just hold him until someone needs a quarterback. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks are going to play the 49ers twice. So, I mean, just historically, if you're going to trade a player like Brett Favre to the Vikings, it didn't yeah. happen like that for a reason. That would have never went through. But if you're going to trade a player to your own division, you're going to have to give up more. So let's say they're like, hey, we want Jimmy G. And they're like, you're going to have to give us like a first or a second round pick if we're going to send his ass to you who's going to play mm-hmm. us twice a year and potentially keep us out of the playoffs. So I think the reason it works is because the 49ers will finally be able to get what they feel uh, Johnny <laughs> Jimmy's value is. Uh, <laughs> so... I mean, we, this is, and also we were we were always talking about what's going to happen first. Is mm-hmm. Jimmy going to go to Carolina, or is Baker going to go to Carolina? And then we'll just see how the the chips fall, and then uh, the whoever's left over will go to the Seahawks. So it still makes sense. I think the only variable is we got to wait till training camp starts, so the quarterbacks mm-hmm. can be evaluated. But if they if they're not up to the standard of the evaluator. I, I would expect Jimmy to have some kind of trade with the Seattle Seahawks for maybe a first or a second round. I would say a second yeah. round pick to uh, the 49ers. That's my mm-hmm. that's my guess. Uh, it's kind of been my guess for a while now, but the insider just kind of confirmed it. And then I thought about it with that value thing I just said, and it, it made more sense. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like uh, Seattle basically got like, Slim pickings, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I guess we'll get Jimmy G. We couldn't. I and that's the thing. Like, if you're Baker, would you rather go to the Panthers or would you? Because I mean, you go to the you go to the Seahawks. You know, they're in the they're in the West. There's competitions. There's competition in both divisions. There, like, where would you? Like, if you're Baker, where would you go? Because I mean, they it's no longer a choice, right? But if you did. Because, I mean, all they gave up was a fifth round, possibly fourth. Where would you rather go? Yeah. I would rather go to the Seahawks just because Baker has a big ego. And I would rather go to a fan base that is known for being the loudest in the NFL. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Um, just so I don't feel like I'm, like, going to play football for a dead town. <laughs> you know, like... All you Panthers fans out there, like, your town is dead. But no, I just like compared to like the juice. Like, see, Seattle, even when they're having a bad year, like you can feel like there is football energy. Like when you're in that stadium, it's like the twelfth man's everywhere. It's like it's mm-hmm. a real thing. And um, you know those home field advantages, the 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 ones that are top five. Mm-hmm. Those are the places that if I were a player, I would want to play at. Just for that reason, like I want to, I want to like come out of that tunnel and feel the ground shaking because of how hyped up everyone is to watch this game and that energy is contagious and i don't know i just don't think of carolina like that no i'm sure it's a loud stadium i'm sure there's some diehard fans i'm not trying to discredit them (laughs) but seattle (laughs) seattle's no no, i'm not trying to throw them out because it's true so but seattle's known for being the loudest stadium in the nfl so it's not really a comparison true true 
But uh, yeah, we'll see. And, and reports are saying Jimmy G is going to possibly be moved by the end of this month, which is about another two weeks. So we will keep you guys. They're pro. Go ahead. I was going to say they're they're probably also waiting to see um, about his rehab. Well, and that, you know, that was, before they yeah, like that was part send of the over all these picks. too. They're like he might get traded in this month, and he's been doing well um, after getting uh, surgery for his shoulder. So. I don't know if that's kind of like the talks are like, hey, he's doing well. There's no setbacks. Maybe the end of this month. Okay, yeah, that's good, but let's wait a little bit, right? Like we want to see – we want to wait a couple more weeks to, to really finalize this. Because I feel like with reports coming out like that, like it's already like a done deal. They just really want to wait and see what they can – you know, maybe not what they can give up, but really just kind of like, okay, let's really see how this surgery goes. And we can back out at any time because there's nothing solid said or done yet, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they said that Carolina had been talking to Cleveland for, like, a month. You know? Oh, like really? It just, that was the day it went through. I think the higher the caliber player is, the less that's true. Like, if you're trading for a Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you're not going to, like, no. I didn't even know the Broncos. I didn't, we didn't even know... Russell Wilson was on the trade market. Like, it yeah, just happened. true. So I true. think, like, the the higher, you know, caliber of player, the more they keep their uh, cards close to their chest because they don't want people to know what they're doing. But trades like Jimmy uh, and mm-hmm. Baker, it's, like, it's obvious to, you know, it's obvious what's, what's exactly. going on. So I kind of trust the reports a little mm-hmm. more than I would if it was, like, you know, a... a tier one player mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i could i could understand what you're saying like it's been out for a while and now that the baker things happen i think it's just a matter of time but i think it, a lot of it's going to depend on how drew lock does yeah i hope he does good i <laughs> i saw a tweet uh i want to say maybe like about <laughs> a couple of weeks ago where it was like uh I think it was like one of the golf Twitter pages was was talking about you know the Masters returning or something like that, and there was a reply and it was like you you watch golf. Well, <laughs> this is this is kind of what it was about, right? <laughs> Rick watches hey, golf. Hey, it's kind of competitive. Um, you you, you I watch play golf. the course. The <laughs> course okay. is the enemy in this this situation, right? Um, but there's a reply to like, hey, the Masters is returning. There's a reply, and the guy goes. Uh, screw golf, blah, 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 this and that, you know, like basically shitting on golf. And that same golf account replied, this is coming from a guy who's about to watch an entire season of Drew Locke. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, his ass. <laughs> wow. That's a fucking burn if I've ever fucking heard of one, dude. Hey, scorched the earth that's, on that guy. That's terrible. <laughs> Drew Locke is so hated. He's, He's so hated. It's, it's so it's, funny, though, because the, the Seahawks... We'll see. I think the uh, the Seahawks fans are literally the biggest trolls. I think there was a... Uh, like, every time Russell Wilson tweets something, he'll be like, you know, uh, working, work doesn't stop, boy, some kind of corny positivity <laughs> corny thing. Motherfucker. I'll look at the comments and it'll be like, uh, I'll look at the comments, and then it'll be somebody that's like, "Yeah, right, you're fake, just like you were when you or whatever." Yeah. And I'll just like type in like, "I'm getting, I'm getting a uh, what is it like jealous ex girlfriend vibes from you, like hardcore." <laughs> and like, they're like, "Yeah, I'm mad that he let like, but it's dude, it's like 
tens of thousands of people. I told you just like a second ago the way he left. Like, we didn't even know he was yeah. being traded. There's some like serious like uh, hurt Seahawks fans <laughs> out there right now that are just trolling yeah. Russell Wilson. Like he'll take a picture at the Avalanche game when they were in the yeah. Stanley Cup with Sierra, mm-hmm. and they'll like post a picture of him wearing Kraken Seattle Kraken gear to be like. How are you just going to switch from... I know, dude. It's He's so like, oh, funny. yeah, this guy's a big avalanche fan. Kyle, Kyle is definitely seeing the dark I'm side like, of yeah, Twitter dude. now. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's called supporting the local team. <laughs> like, I've lived in a lot of different cities. It's like, it's kind of normal to, like, cheer for the local team if it's not a conflict and, of, you know... Yeah, <laughs> it's not like a huge conflict of interest And he, it's his job. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, man. Like, I... I... <laughs> I have to respect it because i used to be like that all the time if if there was bears players or like blackhawks players you know or bulls players who were like i like the the white Sox, you know i'm a cubs fan from chicago if they did that i was like how the fuck are you gonna you know or if they moved to another team and it's like oh yeah go this team from a different city even though it just came from chicago and I'd be like, you motherfuckers, right? And but you know, I grew up a little bit, you know. I, <laughs> you were, yeah. And I was that. I, I was that. I want to say I was that kid. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm goddamn 31 yeah. years old. I'm not over your fucking hate hate tweeting <laughs> an athlete because you know he's supporting the local team. You know what I mean? So the, the you got to yeah. respect it because those guys care that much. <laughs> You act like he's. They act like he's born and raised in Seattle. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know saying. what I mean? It's like, how could you? It's like he was there doing a job, mm-hmm. and now he's in Denver doing a job. And plot twist, newsflash: if he moves from Denver to another city, he will support that baseball team and that hockey team and that. Yeah. Like, what are you guys it's like, doing? What are, what are like, the guys? Is, where are all the people from? Like, they really Wisconsin gonna say he played for the University of Wisconsin? You know, like oh, and then he went to Seattle. Oh, remember when you were on the Wisconsin Badgers? It's like, yeah, oh, it was yeah. college. You <laughs> dumbasses! Like, come on. <laughs> Remember when you used to wear Badgers here? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I got an education there as well, too. Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So good times. Good times. I'm seeing a lot of. I'm seeing a lot of the hate. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're gonna continue to see it. But um, speaking of hate, I hate the Packers. And one guy I hate from the Packers. <laughs> well, two guys really. Brett Favre and Devontae Adams. Brett Favre, apparently is predicting a very down I, I i'm assuming he's like predicting like a terrible year from Devonte adams now that he's on the raiders with Derek carr no but i don't know that that article no. you had mentioned made it seem a like slight that. decline <clears throat> no he said he's basically if you actually like read between the lines he's saying aaron Rodgers is so elite that it's impossible for Devonte adams not to decline playing with Derek carr yeah but okay I mean, it's kind. Of, I kind of agree with it because, but in his words, he said he does expect. This is what made people jump. This was the headline was that he said, "I expect a uh, like a decline in Devonte Adams this year." Uh, but if you read like the whole paragraph, he was talking about how good Aaron Rodgers is. I bet but, the title. I mean, what do you think? I I agree with it completely. I was gonna say, I bet the the title of that uh, that um, article or whatever was like. I can definitely see a dot 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 decline from Devonte Adams. Completely missing the slight in that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and here's a. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, though, right? Like, 
I can absolutely see a slight decline. Like there's, I, I agree with him. It's clickbait. Exactly. That's how you get those clicks. And to be honest, that's probably what we're going to do at crack one media as well. But you know, aside from the point, um, (laughs) I, I can't, I don't really see anything wrong with what he said. Aaron Rodgers is above and beyond from Derek Carr. You know, he's in the, he's in the, 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 the tier of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, of Allen. You know, he's in that tier. Derek Carr isn't there yet. He's got yeah. some good weapons, and Devontae Adams is just going to add to that team to be better. But like with, like with what you said, Brett Favre said, it, he's going to he's probably going to do probably get. I don't know, maybe maybe a slight decline, like you said, right? Um, but I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see you know. There, it's not like he said something controversial like Devontae Adams is going to have twelve catches this year because Derek Carr is a shitty quarterback or something like that. You know, I agree yeah. with what he said. And it, you know, tears me up well, inside because got... he's a Packer who destroyed the Bears, but whatever. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is the Packers had Devontae Adams and, like, nobody else. Yeah. It's like, well, that, you know, with, with the Raiders, they have, well, n- compared to the Raiders, who has top three tight end with Darren mm-hmm. Waller, and they had uh, Tyler Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Uh, I got it. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> got it. Hunter Renfro. They don't. They don't need Devontae Adams to be what he was in Green Bay. They have weapons. Yeah. Like they just need him to be Devontae Adams. You know, they don't need him to, you know, catch seventy-five percent of the balls. They just need another threat on the team. So, like, as much as I agree with Brett Favre, it's kind of null and void because. Devontae Adams doesn't need to be what he was mm-hmm. in Green Bay to work in uh, Las Vegas. It'd be, so it would be that's kind of my take yeah, on I'm, it, I, and it would be great if he was right, um, uh, because that the Raiders team is just going to get better, <clears throat> and obviously the division they're in, which is the best division in football, we've said that multiple times. Um, it's just going to be great competition, and it's going to be great TV to watch. You know, even better, better football to watch. Yeah, Devontae Adams and Patrick Sertan. Yeah. That's going to be exactly. a fun matchup. Mark my words, too. Sertan ends this year as considered, if not the best cornerback in football, top three. Mm. Uh, mm. His his rookie year, he was he was literally everything and more than he was projected when he got picked in the first really? round. The guy is just, yeah, dude. His footwork and even in practice, he's just different. I, that's like built different. It's like the only way to say it. Built different. He's literally just different. <laughs> like there's other people. There's like all the other cornerbacks in the cornerback room, and then there's like Patrick mm-hmm. Sertan, and it's kind of cool because we haven't had like we've had a keep Tlaib, but like we haven't had like a, a guy around for a long time. Like Tlaib was like a three year yeah. stint. We haven't had like a real like this is our guy for a long time since Champ Bailey, and I really think. Patrick Chan will uh, fill those shoes, but that'll be a really fun Absolutely, matchup yeah. to see Devontae Adams and and uh, Patrick Sertan. That whole AFC West is just going to be so much fun to watch. It's going to be primetime television, no matter what game between division rivals is is on. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. I, sure, a slight decline by Devontae Adams, maybe. Uh, Brett Favre didn't say anything off the fucking wall. Um, but he's still gonna be—he's still gonna be no, Devonte Adams. The only reason, yeah, the only reason this was headlines was because the whole entire NFL is on vacation. Exactly. You know, everybody exactly. is. Exactly. 
everybody's out of the office right now. Training camp starts next week, so we'll probably have a lot more headlines. Hopefully none of them have to do with injuries. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll definitely see. But we're, like, ramping up here. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, we're ramping up And if now. I'm not mistaken, I, I can't remember the date I had put, but uh, what were we – when did fucking um, – when was uh, – Jesus Christ – Hold on, I'm seeing it here. Sorry, everybody, this is terrible podcasting, but I'm trying to get this date here. It's okay. While you're while you're looking at yeah. it, I'll say at this exact time, two months from mm-hmm. now, I will be at Lumen Field watching the Broncos. That's Seahawks true. Game. There you go. Exactly two months from. I was this gonna day. say Hard Knocks. Oh, actually. September 11th, or September 12th. No, no, no. Two months from today, I'll be recovering from a hangover. <laughs> because... percent <laughs> be recovering. It'll be the day. Um, <laughs> Hard Knocks will be on here soon. God, I can't even... Hard Knocks. I'm trying to get the date here. Sorry. Let me see. August... Oh, August 9th. Oh, yeah. for the Hard yeah, Knocks? August 9th. So we got a couple... We got about three okay. weeks till it starts. So that's another thing to kind of look forward to, right? Um, you know, you said training camp starting up. That's going to be starting up. We're going to be reviewing that. That's going to be fun, man. And like you said, in about... You said two months' time, you'll be recovering from... Uh, hopefully, a hangover yep. from a dub, which I assume... Celebration. Exactly, which yeah. I assume will be a dub celebration for the uh, for the Broncos here against the uh, the Seahawks, but... I don't know. I always I always get nervous about these Oh, absolutely. Teams. You just never absolutely. know. Anytime the Bears are like, oh, man, I think the Bears are going to win this one against the Packers, I'm like, oh, God, here we fucking go. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. You just... Go ahead. You just never know. Yeah. I, I saw there was a uh, uh, Colin Coward. He yesterday he said that he thinks the Vikings are gonna go fourteen and three. Oh really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm picking the Vikings to win the North, but <laughs> I'm not picking them to go no, fourteen and three. Not. Like dude, that, it's like they're they're pretty decent. His, his whole thing was that they they lost like all of their games were like one possession losses. I mean, sure. And, um, I mean that's yeah. fair, but yeah, fourteen and three is a little like hefty. There's... I mean, what you got them is the number one seed in yeah, the NFC. What happens when they win their all their those games by three points? Eh, I mean, they only won by three points. Are they really worthy of the crown, or are they really worthy of the playoff? You yeah, know what I mean, like you can look at it from both ways. So yeah, um, but yeah. It's so true. Kyle said next week's going to ramp up, and with that, we want to tease one segment. We're going to be. Uh, coming out with next week we're gonna we're gonna give our takes you're a tease you're such a tease oh my god um (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna give you guys a list of of who we think will be some surprise breakout players uh this season coming up and kind of excited i I think mike ditka's really bound to have a really good year um (laughs) i like how you just positioned that there um <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give our we're gonna give a, 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 a our our players who we think will have a surprise breakout season. I'm excited to list these guys just because <laughs> I've already gotten a, a great take in the Steelers winning the North. Um, that's obviously happening. So all the guys I list are absolutely having breakout seasons, right? Yeah. He's high. <laughs> <God>. He's high. <laughs> 
I think Big Ben's gonna. Big Ben's come coming back. back. I don't know what you Mitch think. Trubisky's on the bench. How <laughs> pick it or whatever. Speaking of Big Ben, this would not be an only football podcast if we didn't mention that for like the first time in like twenty years or something, uh, the Steelers have changed their name from Heinz Field. Oh yeah. To we don't know yet. They are changing it. Which uh, I thought of that because of the Big Ben thing, because he came out and he's like, "It'll always be Heinz Field," but. I know that feeling because I remember we were always uh, we were like in Vesco Field for a while, and then they were like, "There's Sports Authority now," and I was like, "Okay." And then right when I started getting used to Sports Authority, they were like some insurance company, and I'm like, "Who is calling the shots here?" Like this, nobody likes that insurance company. It wasn't even a cool one, like Allstate Field yeah. or like USAA. It was like I don't even know. That's think- how important it is. I mean, it was. Um, Empower field, field, yeah. Like, come on, that's so, I think it's so funny that we get like tied up over these names, right? Like, and and it's I know, like players, I know. like Big Ben's, like it'll always be Heinz Field. It's like you know, Heinz makes ketchup. Yeah, I like ketchup. I love ketchup and mustard <laughs> yeah. and relish and all the all the great <laughs> toppings you put on a burger and shit. It's like, dude, like when if it's Heinz, yeah, I'll eat <laughs> if it's Heinz, I want it. Um, it was like when all the Lakers fans were were mad about Staples Center being called. Crypto.com. Well, that's different. But, dude, Staples is a is that's an different. office supply company. Like, what do you mean you're so I mad know, about that? Like, it, it goes beyond that. But it's that's like, the thing. It's like, like, it uh, doesn't. It's like chain – like, because it's the name of the field. It's like literally if I told you right now that your name is not Rick anymore. <laughs> but I'm not – but you're not changing like it from, you, from Rick's bargain goods to – Oh, your name's changing, Rick's Bargain Goods. You are now going to be Kyle's like office supplies. Everybody knew the Staples Center. I don't know, dude. I just it's it's well, fucking it's like Staples. A, I bought if, office supplies there. If somebody says like, if somebody <clears throat> says like that's a staple, like as a stadium, that's like a staple. Like you know, people. So it's like a double meaning. It's like that's a staple center. It just had like. Nobody would be like, oh, it's the Lakers. Are you like, <laughs> it's the Lakers? Yeah. You know, but it's like this is Staples Center. The time is so passed. like when it when the name has kind of, but it's like I think in some cases it doesn't matter, but in the cases where like the name of the field or the stadium is used more than anything else, it does feel weird to change the name. I mean, sure. Like people said the Staples Center, and now it's like. Are you guys going to the cryptocurrency yeah, yeah, yeah. stadium? It's like it's just kind of like what? Like something and, shouldn't and, be bought. Like at that point, and don't get me it's wrong. Like I, I, I can see that. You know, I've been lucky. Like the Cubs have been at Wrigley Field for a hundred plus years now, right? Like that name is never gonna. That. How would you feel? That name's never if gonna. The Cubs change? were now gonna be Harley Davidson. But no, because it's, it it's a national. It's a national monument now. They can't change the name. But the way the way you feel about it is how the Staples Center and, people and, felt. So imagine they told you right, tomorrow. But this is what I'm saying. Just honestly, this how is would what you I'm feel? Saying right, Wrigley Field has been Wrigley Field for a hundred years. I'm talking about when baseball was in its infancy, right? That I understand. I get that. Staples has been around for maybe 20, 30 years. About I can't. I don't remember when they called it the Staples Center, but. The, the the reason the Staples Center and LA Lakers fans hated it is because so much history happened when it was called the Staples Center, right? Because before that, it was called something else. I'm positive. But, yeah, but think about it. I've been watching Denver the Broncos week? football Rick religiously Kyle for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? I've been watching Broncos football for about 22 years. So, like, I think anything longer than 20 years mm. running, for most people and generations that are, like, which is hundreds of thousands of people, like, from that are my age Broncos fans, it's like the Staples Center was the Staples Center for 22 years. So... If you're going to go 22 years, that means, like, if you started really watching Lakers at, like, let's say you were 8 mm. years old, and now you're 30 years old, and they're, like, just changing the name, like, you only know the Staples Center in your entire I mean, life, and I, now it's gone. I, 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 I see what you're saying, and I see where you're coming from, because the... Lambeau Field. Imagine they changed Lambeau but Field. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't know how long Lambeau Field's actually been Lambeau Field. I'm sure it's been for a really long time, but, like... Probably yeah, forever. And, and, and the Bears, Soldier Field. They're probably going to have a new stadium here soon. But I'm saying, like, if they change the name from Soldier Field to something else after it's been around since World War II, you know what I mean? Like, how'd you feel? Like, but dude, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's been 90 years, almost, right? Since that's been. So you're saying that it? You're saying that the people that are 30 years old that have gone their whole life only knowing it as one thing somehow are what? less superior than no, 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 no. The, the ones that have what been around I'm before they were is, born. What I'm saying is, <laughs> one, where when have these names been established? Two, what are these names coming from? The Staples Center? Oh, the office supply store. That's where it's coming from? I don't think it matters that much. Now, if you called it, if you called it Bus Stadium, you know, for, for uh, God damn it, I just watched... Winning time too on HBO. No, 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 no bus, bus. Uh, uh, Genie Bus's dad, who bought the Lakers and basically turned them into champions. Right? If it was called Bus Center or Bus Stadium, then it'd be like it has to have like some historical. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like it was, it was bought in the 70s, whenever it was, and that makes sense. Like it, it, for 60 years, it was called the Bus Center, and it had the the history of not only did he come in and win the championship his first year, but he ran that 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 uh, Lakers organization with pride and with like a championship mindset, right? But if you're telling me for 22 years it was called Staples Center because the Staples uh, office supply store paid the most money to get their name on it, it's like okay, well, I mean, comparatively to Soldier Field and Wrigley Field, like. Those things mean something more than a fucking organization name. Maybe not Wrigley, although I can't remember exactly where Wrigley Field gets its name. But do you understand what, where I'm coming from? I'm not saying the people who grew up with the name are inferior or I, more superior. I'm saying the names and their origins are different. I I understand that. And this is where we no, disagree. you're wrong. Because you're... <laughs> Because I understand that there's, like, those ones that you don't even, like, think about touching, yeah. right? There's, like, those monumental ones. But where we disagree is that I think that the fans of, whether it's the Staples Center or Heinz Field, I think to them it's just as important as You're Soldier right. Field, Lambeau Field, Staples Center. I think, like, as a... Like, if you step inside the shoes of the individual and their emotions, I think they value it the same way. But... I don't think like teams that like switch every three years, like uh, mm-hmm. the Commanders are mad that they're not the Washington Football Team. I don't think like that's really relevant. But like any time, I think something lasts more than a decade. Mm-hmm. I feel like it 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 kind of just becomes like a part of of the team, yeah. you know, like uh, Mile High. Exactly. If they were like, we're not going to call Mile High. It's like, what are you talking about? We, I, I t- 
But I'm only 20, 20, uh, 27 years old, so, like, you know, it could only have been a 20-year-long thing. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's been that way mm-hmm. my whole life, you know? And it's still, I think it's difficult to deal with. But there are definitely some, like, insignificant names out there that float around and get bought every three years. Usually it's the franchises yeah, that you... are, like, less yeah. successful. But Heinz Field was my whole life Heinz Field. And ketchup. they even had Heinz Ward, which was funny. That's true. When I was a kid, I thought it was named after <laughs> Heinz Ward. I was I like, think the same thing on some, some names, too, but... That's how I could remember. That's how I remembered it. I would always be like, "They have Heinz Ward, oh, the Heinz Field." That's the way I connected. You're like, wow, it that's like crazy. That. They named it after. Um, yeah, and I pretty much I know a lot of the names. Like, I know Ford Field is yeah, Detroit, exa- and those. I don't know what it, the Vikings and again. Those are, are like Ford's been around for fucking ever, right? And those things kind of mean something, but I don't know. Just like Staples Center, okay, sure, it was basically built named when Kobe first started and Kobe's legacy is there, right? Like I get that. Um, but I don't know for Heinz field, um, big Ben, of course is going to have a say, right? Like he's like, Oh no, catch up. I like it there. I won super bowls there. Right? Like I get, I get it. It's fine. Like the history's there. It's not about, yeah, the it's not about the fucking mustard dude. Shut up. Um, but yeah, I just, again, that was the argument of the week. Kind of, kind of just like random there, but, um, uh, Kyle's wrong, like usual. Let us know what you think. Tell me why I'm right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, we'll see. He was kind of mad about that. That's kind of funny, though. Big Ben, come back from retirement 2022. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, do you got anything else? No, that's all I got. Cool, cool. Um, obviously, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a ton going on this made week. made it work. But it's all about to change because... Yeah, made it work. It's about to get crazy, though. So I'm excited it's about to get for that. So wild. I'm excited for this freaking season to finally start, yeah, man. And uh, to watch football games together, to record this live with mm-hmm. a video, to watch games live mm-hmm. with you, to just really just get into this season. I, it, and, that's, uh, a, that's all I got for that's this. That's always week, the though. thing with me. It's like I don't want summer to be over, but I want football to be back so bad. Like, so bad. Dude, I know. It's it so is. conflicting. It really is, but... It's so it's... conflicting. You really got to just stay in the yeah, moment. Yeah, Enjoy it while you can. be like, it'll, it'll come. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and hopefully you guys are enjoying the summer. Also wanting football like we are. And crying about the name changes as well. But um, if you want to find us, our clips... Uh, go to in, go to Instagram at Crack One Media. That's where we'll have all the clips put up. We'll have you got we'll have updates for you guys for the episodes. And if you are a baseball fan, specifically the Cubs or Cardinals, we're running a, a little giveaway right now. Um, you go to our our uh, Instagram page, tag a couple friends in the post. You'll win a couple Cubs bleacher seat tickets for the Cubs card game. I know it's only football, but we were talking about the Lakers, so we'll bring we'll, we'll go we'll Brewers. Bring- <laughs> All right, Kyle. And Kyle is muted for the rest of this episode. Um, yeah, you can't no, mute can't. me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, follow us on crack, at Crack One Media on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at and now Rick. Kyle, where can they find you on Twitter? At FTBL Only Podcast. There you go. Let, let, FTBL All Caps. Let's show them the super dark side of Twitter, everybody. Just start hate tweeting them. <laughs> Um, no, but let's let's be nice. It's so funny because it's turned into it's turned into everything that you click on. 
It's like, you, it's like, don't comment unless you have something. Oh, bad absolutely, to say. absolutely. It's like turned That's into the, Twitter, you know, like my mom always, everybody's mom always say, don't speak if you don't have anything nice to say. Literally, Twitter's like, you better not speak unless you have something really <laughs> shitty and hurtful if to what say. The, if what comes out of your mouth is not the worst thing you've ever said, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Toxic. <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, go on our website, gregwinmedia.com, to uh, listen to these episodes, check out our blogs, meet the team. Um, and then find us on YouTube, search Crack One Media, you'll find us. Uh, we'll post up all these video podcasts. And like Kyle said, we are in the process of getting a, a good live recording system for when the season does finally come up. And we're able to kind of, you know, give you guys this content in video form and live uh, so you can see our reactions when uh, the Bears in, uh, eventually win the Super Bowl um, this year. Um, <clears throat> he didn't even know how to say that yeah, in a I, sentence without my, stuttering. My, Bears, my uh, mouth got dry <laughs> because it was like, don't even stop. Stop speaking <laughs> that, right? Um, yeah, man. Always a good time. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, man. See you. See you.